Hello, everyone, and welcome to Time to Rolls Campaign 1. This is episode 59. We're getting up there, guys. It's uh, It's been a long time. It's uh, This this journey is starting to uh, unfold and reveal itself to be something I, at least I'm proud of. Um, but we do have a few announcements, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to get into it. Uh, first things first, we are not, we do not have Austin today. He is in Kentucky, uh, sampling all of the various, uh, various distilleries there, uh, in Louisville, um, and, you know, drinking a lot of bourbon at Buffalo Trace. Uh, so he's, uh, he's going to be predisposed for, for this weekend. So, uh, Beep will not be here, but, uh, I'll be, I'll be playing Beep, so it's no big deal. Um, first things first is, uh... I've been, it's, it's been a hell of the last two weeks. I got sick and, uh, I've been dealing with some unexpected work things that have just ran over. So I just haven't had time to edit, uh, any of the Baldur's Gate three playthrough with, uh, that took place with, uh, Magic, Mousy, King and I. So, um, episode three and four should be out this week coming up. As long as I don't have any interruptions. That's just where we're at with that. Uh, if you want to go check us out on, the, on all the podcasting formats, we are officially on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon Music. Basically anywhere you can uh, you can digest podcast, uh, podcasts in any form, um, That's we're there. So if you want to listen instead of watch uh, on YouTube or here on, live on Twitch... That's a that's a good place to listen to. Um, I believe that's it. Uh, let's get into a recap because we are starting late. Uh, people were late today. That's it is what it is. You know how it is with D and D schedules. So let's uh let's get into it real quick. We'll do a little recap and uh, we will we'll go from there. Okay, I'm being handed something. Hold on. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I was just handed dinner. Um, everyone, can I say something? Okay, let's uh let's get into it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Glad I stayed muted for a while because you guys are laughing and that's uh that's disturbing to me. I had a uh, <clears throat> a friend of me and Brendan, my cousin. We just keep saying we're gonna fuck his mom. It's been that's like years. Right. So, are you gonna? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually know what she looks like. I've never actually met her. Oh. Okay. I was just handed food, so now I have a dilemma. Do I want to eat food or play D and D? I'm kidding. Let's play. Um. So my drink today is mm -hmm. nineteen crimes. Nineteen crimes. Crime. Oh, there you go. Uh, why is it not focused? My drink is. My, to commit today. My, my drink uh, is Arizona green tea. 
I've got a good uh, Coke Zero vintage. Mm, yes. Refined. Uh, mm. 2020. Uh, it's the Uprising. And it was aged in a rum barrel for 30 days. That's cool. Solid. All right. Well, let's do a bit of a recap since some of you weren't here and some of you were, um, we'll, we'll say, predisposed at the end of last session, as you some of you normally are. Um, Odd. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not pointing fingers. <laughs> Odd. All right, fine. Um, last yeah, we left off. Just... Okay, yeah. Hmm? All right, there I'm you are. Practice. Yeah, yeah, you got practice. All right, last we left off. Uh, after having a brief, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call it a skirmish, but it really wasn't that. It was more or less you guys just dip-dodging and weaving uh, some meteors uh, with a visage of Torben Von Aurelius via a dagger, of, uh, dagger taken by Thaddeus from his castle. Um, after, set, after, after the smoke had settled, all of you decided to... Uh, aid the village in uh, basically clearing the rubble and trying to find whoever and whoever you could find that was still alive or even some that were dead that you uh, helped revive along with the aid of Alan and Weaver. Um After doing a little bit of shopping, a little bit of purchasing of uh, winter clothes and a brief stop-in at the Adventurers Guild for Elka, um, all of you decided to Go on your trek up into the Onakaris Mountains to attempt to find a gateway into a into uh, the mountain to attempt to go find the Corday Worm. Um, after trekking up the mountain for a few days, you eventually find yourself in the in the mouth of a cave uh, late at night, uh, being uh, eerily quiet. Uh, some of you, uh, specifically Thaddeus, was. Uh, had a faithful encounter with a with a creature that he didn't really quite understand and didn't really uh, know how to handle. So he ended up waking up most of the camp, uh, except for I, I believe it was Ori, Beep, and Zane kind of just stayed asleep, uh, and Alara as well. Um, but with the aid of Alan, you're able to have a bit of discourse with this creature, and eventually found out that it was a guardian of the mountain. Uh, a young one at that. Uh, Weaver, you offered it some raw meat in order to make peace with the creature. Uh, and Alan was able to speak with it. Uh, and Thaddeus and Elka just kind of held their ground <laughs> during that encounter. Um, you did notice that this creature was a wolf-like uh, a wolf -like creature, but much larger than any wolf you've ever seen. You also notice a purple aura expanding in and out from its fur every time the rain would swell or any time thunder would would clash um, or any time lightning would, would uh, shoot down out of the sky, you would notice a brief pulsating uh, energy coming from this creature. But uh, realizing that a fight wasn't needed with it, you, uh, you all sent it on its way and uh, went back to bed, waking up the next morning to finish your trek back up the mountain road to the abandoned town of Elican, uh, a 
Well, for, for, for most of it, you understand that this town was a, um, was built specifically to mine precious, uh, precious minerals, uh, out of the mountain. And you knew that most of you knew that it was prosperous for many years. However, there has, there has been absolute silence coming from this town for at least a decade. Uh, as all of you walked up, Ori, you leading the path or leading the pack, uh, you notice a skeleton hand crawling along the ground, grabbing your ankle. You, in an attempt to shake it off, uh, you threw it off your leg and it, uh, it clashed harmlessly to the ground and it just kind of crawled away. That's when Weaver, you noticed glowing green eyes and some green, some purple, uh, all illuminating and looking, slowly looking at all of you as you are here in the center of what you now assume is the abandoned town of Elican. What you see in front of you is just a quick guess, probably a hundred or more skeletons, undead, all looking at you, all not, not seeming aggressive, but curious and wary for sure. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to offer a piece of cheese. Okay. A single slice. You you hold out a piece of cheese. What, what do you say to the nearest skeleton, Alara? Um, we come in peace, skelly boys. We're just passing through. Here, have this. There's plenty to go around, and I'm gonna like frisbee it on the ground. <laughs> um, make a uh, make a persuasion check. Oh gods! I'm gonna use my new dice and see if my rolls are just as bad as every they always are with my other ones. Hold on, I'll pull up my page. Persuasion. Here we go. Uh, yeah. That's gonna be a fucking six. The skeleton, the fir- the closest skeleton, which would be this, this, this lad right here, will slowly wander up and lick at the cheese. And like, look down at it, look at you, kind of tilt. And this skeleton particularly looks to be dressed in like a, almost like a ranger's garb. Uh, it seems he has definitely, he has a bow and an arrow, uh, a bow with a, um, a few arrows uh, hung to his back. But he, he kind of looks and he goes to pick up the slice of cheese. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. I have no stomach. As he looks down at his gut. We can talk. Oh, yeah. We can all talk. Not used to the dead speaking. How rude. No, no, not as, he takes a bite, as, as he takes a bite of the cheese. Yep, nothing. As you just watch the cheese tumble down through his ribcage. Oh, oh god, I can't believe I'm doing this. I want to roll down Ori's back. 
and just like run over and grab whatever fell out of his stomach and just eat it because god forbid i waste a piece of cheese <laughs> he he, he kind of looks oh oh yeah he, he, oh all right he doesn't he's, he's just kind of like letting you grab what fell out of his what fell out of his ribcage i you can have the rest of it if you if you my mouth is like stuffed with cheese and i was like i'm sorry i can't i can't waste any of it it's I'm sorry, and I just run, <laughs> just haul ass back to where I was. He's just holding the rest of the cheese, the slice of cheese. Oh, okay. Well, we it's rare we see warm-blooded folk around here. Nice to nice to have all of you. Uh, oh, guys, 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 less less spooky. We're there. They haven't attacked us yet. And you just watch all of the all of the skeletons' eyes like slowly fade back into like a dull green, and they're like. Like the fog rolls out from everything, and he's just like, "Sorry, sorry, that's just a defense mechanism." Where, where, where? When you have this many people, we'll say lo that term loosely here, it's really hard to uh, persuade you warm-blooded folk um, to be nice to us and not harm us right away. So uh, we just end up adding more to our uh, our population whenever that happens. Uh, what happened oh. here exactly? Huh. Uh, dwarf shut the mine down. Oh boy, there's a lot. What do you know? Uh, not enough. Well, I suppose it's best if we take you not out in the open here. The various creatures in this mountain, in these mountains, tend to come after us as you look down there is a uh there is a ghost uh not a ghost dog but a skeleton dog uh at it's at his leg trying to bite his leg and he's like ruger get off of me we've been through this my bones are not for chewing those bones as he points to the pile of just random animal bones uh off to the side those are for chewing we've been through this and the dog just kind of like slumps off and goes and grabs one of the bones and walks off and starts gnawing on it. Not really doing much to the bone as he bites into it since he has no muscles. <laughs> but he'll just like look at the, the scale. Oh, my apologies. My my manners are not that great ever since I died. Um, My name is Judah. Nice to meet all of you. Can I do a, I don't know what kind of check to see if the uh, bone that the dog took away was like a human type bone or an animal type bone. Make a perception check. Where did my damn? I just had it up. Shit. There it is. Okay. Ah, uh, perception. Perception. It looks. It looks like a. Either a mountain goat bone or a deer bone, something like that. Okay. Is there a pile near? Um, are there more bones? Like, where ping where the dog was? Well, the dog was the dog was right here, and he went to this bit right here, which is right. a pile of. You zoom in, it kind of, it's kind of a pile of bones. Uh, but yeah, if more, I walk over this way, here. are there? 
are there bones like a bone that I could pick up? Oh yeah, there's there's bones everywhere around here. Alright, I'm gonna pick up a bone and Ruger, Ruger Want to play, Ruger? His head the dog's head tilts up. And if it like the the little like stubby bone tail that it has starts to wag rapidly. He just kind of like nods his head. I'm gonna toss the bone. You'll chase like, it. Make an animal handling check just for the hell of it. Five. <laughs> uh, the dog gets up and he chases the bone. He grabs it, um, and he brings it back, and he'll drop it at your feet. However, when he drops it at your feet, you um, you notice it's not the same bone, first off, that you threw. Uh, with your perception check, you look off, and there's just this random skeleton who's now missing an arm. And uh, you just hear, Damn, dog! All right. Well, I'm going to, like, just keep, if there's, like, a bone, I'm just going to keep playing with the, uh, grab another bone and um, try to get the dog's attention with the other bone and then throw that, then pick up the arm bone. And <laughs> I understand what up. you're, I understand what you're saying. And then I'm going to uh, head over towards the person whose arm was bitten off and say, I think you need this. I'm rolling another animal handling check. He, the dog, happily grabs another bone from you, and you are able to walk up and hand that guy his arm without any issue. He's like, oh, Sorry about that. I'm just learning how to play with dogs. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fine. And he'll grab it and begrudgingly start to snap it back on. The name's Thaddeus. Thaddeus Sterling. The House of Sterling? Okay. Anyways, nice meeting you. Yeah. Zion, nice to meet you. And he'll, like, walk away. Uh, Judah, the skeleton that approached you. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's all, we, we have, uh, well, some intact homes still. Come on, come, come, come. You can meet everybody in the town. I'm just going to follow. Very intrigued. <laughs> he's just going to, he's going to walk his happy butt over. Same. Like these guys will part, and he will walk his happy little butt over to uh, this house right here. And as he's walking by, he's like, "Oh yes, that's a uh, that statue. I don't remember that fellow. He uh, he was the founder of this town. Ella something. I don't know. Um, I don't know. He's a. Uh, it's the only statue that still is up. Maybe it's cursed. I don't know. And he will walk into this house, and he will. Uh, as you walk in, you see a. What looks to be a thicker boned, very clearly dressed as a female. Uh, she looks to be like an older. Her bones are a little bit more stained. Uh, she seems to have uh, um, the way she's dressed. She's kind of dressed like um, like Muriel from Courage the Cowardly Dog, <laughs> with like an apron on and like a like a short little house dress. Uh, <laughs> and she just you, you walk and. Say, Oh, I didn't realize we had guests today. Warm-blooded folk at that. Well, nice to meet all of you. 
Judah, who are these people? I just want to make an offhand comment about the fact that one of us is not a warm-blooded. I literally just thought. <laughs> They're skeletons. They can't tell the difference. You guys have skin and flesh. That's all they know. <laughs> um. So, all of, do all of you follow, or do some of you stay out and about? I'm following. I'm yeah. I'm already okay. Oh, by the way, Nate said that his like internet went out. I don't know if he told you. No, he he didn't. Okay. Yeah, that was who cut off earlier. He said his internet went out. Understood. <laughs> Is we are supposed to get a storm later tonight, so maybe he's getting it now. I didn't know it was supposed to rain. Yep. Ooh. Okay. So, um, all right. Um. Okay. So you are brought into this home. Uh. You are the the little old lady skeleton. Uh, she she then stands up and, and introduces herself. Hello, my name is Adina. Nice to meet all of you. Uh, it's a rare time we get visitors here. I have not. Apologies, I'm not prepared tea or anything. Let me let me get that together. Do you prefer a flower based tea or a leaf based tea? I have both. I would love a flower-based tea. Flower-based tea? All right, my dear. And she just like will help. You're gonna help her? I don't, right. I don't yeah. think they have cheese here. Uh, are you, are you just saying that out loud? Yes. Okay. Uh, Adina will look at you. And she, oh dear, I'm so sorry. As you can see, we have no need for, um, well, food here. We're all undead. I would, I could go for some nice hearty vegetables nowadays. No, but eh. I don't even know why I have stuff for tea. It was just left over here. Apologies, I have no idea how. I can't speak to the uh, quality of this tea uh, since I haven't served any yet. This one will enjoy experimenting, finding out. Welcome back, Nate. Um, you just okay. missed the huge fight scene. Yep. Or he missed every single hit. Big bad evil guy. Oh, man. Okay. I'm dead. Okay. Um, so you're you're gonna help her make tea, then? Yep. All right. Um, I would say. It's, you don't need to roll. Uh, you are well versed enough in food making and drink making, and you've been doing it since the beginning of this journey. That for th specifically this moment in time, uh, tea is made. Uh, you do so with relative knowledge, uh, having having made tea prior, um, and uh, the flowers she pulls out are dry. Uh, they're Look to be either some sort of dried rose or dried like lilac, like uh, mixture of a mixture of a couple of flowers. Uh, but 
you are able to just double checking because make it work rather safe than sorry um nothing like poisonous or anything roll a survival check i'm just gonna say this rose and lilac are not poisonous and are used in teas all the time yes oh yeah um no you you get the sense that these are probably just flowers that have been grown on the mountain uh in fact, you do recognize one of them being a rose-type flower that you've passed quite a lot uh, along along the journey up on the mountain. Oh, that they grow yeah. on the mountainside, uh, and they seem to be not rose, not bushes of them like most roses are, but these are like like solo growing growing flowers, uh, and they have like a uh, they have kind of a grayish silver petal. But from what you can tell, they're not poisonous really at all. Uh, in fact, the, their aroma is pretty alluring, even for you, uh, who's someone who doesn't exactly enjoy uh, sweet oh, yeah. things, but it is pretty alluring. Um, but you're able to uh, you're you're able to make tea just fine. Uh, everyone sits down, and uh, Judah, the who seems to be the at the very least the leader, uh, the only one who's shown himself as the leader of this little town of skeletons uh he'll uh he'll kind of like like um like fold his hands together and you'll see like his pinky bone one of his bones in his pinky kind of like rattle loose he's like shit and he'll like poke it back in um so i i i assume you don't know much about what's going on on this mountain and uh why there's a bunch of walking talking uh Undead. Uh, so I guess we should start from the beginning. First things first is, hi, my name is Judah. I don't remember my last name. Um, I've been here for... Adina, how long have you been here for? Uh, about... Four decades? Four decades. That's about about time how long, how long I've been here. Uh, for about 40 years now. Uh, maybe a little bit longer, a little bit less. Um, the dead decided to rise one day, and I woke up. And uh, I found myself with no flesh and no uh, understanding of how I died or why I'm alive. Uh, or, I guess, I, how I am now. Um, but... Over time, uh, more dead have risen, and our population has grown to about 100 and, uh, 130 or so undead uh, over the over the years. You'll, and you you would notice uh, Weaver specifically as you walk as you were walking through town. You would notice a few undead that are more zombie looking than skeleton looking, where it seems like they're more freshly dead than. Mm -hmm. Uh, than the Judah you're talking to right now. Um, uh, he, will, he will then say, I think... Uh, I don't know what caused this uh, phenomena to happen. However, I all of us do feel this pulse. Um, and it seems like the pulse is steady. It almost feels like a heartbeat, but I... It's been so long, I don't, can't remember, really remember what a heartbeat feels like. But it does feel like energy is constantly being pumped into us. Uh, the problem is, I don't know where it's from, and none of us are even able to 
comprehend what direction it's coming from. Um, my assumption it has something to do with some sort of... And according to the books inside the houses that we've been able to um, fix up over the years, uh, there was a necromancer at one point that lived in the mountains, but uh, we've since sought out that necromancer and, well, now you're looking at her and, he, and he'll point to Adina. Uh, yeah, I was... I was once a necromancer. Uh, I lived in these mountains, and I died about 50 years ago. And then I woke up. And uh, my knowledge of necromancy is heavy. Um, but I don't know exactly, just like Judah here, where this pulse, and she will say with air quotes, is coming from. Uh, generally, dead can only be summoned via magic, but might be different for us but we haven't really worried about looking into it since we're alive again and we don't need to live with uh we don't need to eat we don't need to drink we can just enjoy our lives and uh grow a community here up on the mountain has anyone tried to leave the village yes judah has how far have you gotten judah and judah was um Oh, I got just over the... And he'll, like, kind of, like, lean and look out the window, and he'll point to the hill that you guys just crossed over, where all the graves are that you first saw. I've got to about there, uh... And then my legs stopped working. So I turned around and came back. But I have been outside the walls, um... So... So can I, can I ask a question? Of course! How do you, how do your numbers increase? Where are the, the new ones coming from? Well, they bone. They <laughs> bone. <laughs> well, you see, young elf. <laughs> when one skeleton thrusts their pelvis into the other, no, um. <laughs> I'm just imagining like suddenly like over over the course of nine months just this little skeleton just grows and then just falls out of the pelvis of the female just, just forms out of the bone just yeah like... just just like pops into nothingness floats there until it's fully formed and then just drops full-blown stem cell baby yeah uh <laughs> then it breaks and they have to put it back together yeah no uh he, he'll look at well Unfortunately, we've had our fair share of grave, ro grave robbers and uh, poachers that have come up on the mountain, and um, they they try to find uh, shelter here in our old town, but when they find out there's undead here, they freak out, as most do, uh, and uh, they attack us, so we're forced to deal with them. And then they... Once they die, they, you know, wait about 10 days and all of a sudden they're alive again, just undead. And uh, they're bound to whatever we're bound to here. So that's how we've grown our numbers. Interesting. Now, uh, oh, I realized that that might come off as off-putting. 
I have no intention of killing or hurting any of you. You have all been gracious enough to at least hear us out first. You're the first warm-blooded people that have actually, um, you know, not just attacked us right off the rip. You can take the big guy if you want. That's a lot of bone. He'll, like, look at Ori. They could use his strength. That would... Now, what am I even talking about? Open That's me. rude of me. I'm sorry. It's just been, uh... Been some time since we last had someone new join us, so... Or really anybody come up here that... At all. But... You know, you're here now. Uh, so if there's anything I could help you with, I... I have been living in these mountains for a very long time, and I we hear things. Well, I don't have ears, but you get the point. Indeed. Um. Well, we are trying to find the dwarves. Oh, well, that's easy. If that's all you. Yeah. And that's all. If you're only looking for the dwarves, then you just got to go up and knock on the on the gate up up there. Uh. Whether or not they answer is, um, well, that's up to them, I guess. Have you seen any before? Have I seen dwarves before? Oh, yes, plenty. Just not in a long time. So not recent. You haven't seen any come recently. You're the first people that have come to this town in ten years. Are... Any of your uh, neighbors of Dwarven Orange? Ornage? Most of us are humans and elves. There's a few orcs. There's a... No dwarves, I don't think. Uh, there are a few that I assumed were dwarves, but they ended up being halflings. Um, but no, none, none of Dwarven heritage. Uh... Well, there was one. Now that I think. And uh, Adina will say, Yes. That old codger that wandered up into the mountains and didn't return. What was his name? Uh, what was his name? Do you remember his name, Judah? I'm trying to think. I can't seem to recall his name. Huh. Oh, sorry. There was there was one fella that we thought could have been dwarvish, but he quickly ran up once he woke up and he just didn't come back. And you just see, yep. you, you, if, if a skeleton could like ponder, because it's hard, you know, skeletons don't have a, have any facial features other than what their skull is, but he, he's just kind of like looking down and like trying to remember, but he just can't seem to land on a memory. So has your village ever been attacked by anything? We, we saw an interesting beast on the way up here. I described the beast. I mean, we've been attacked by by monsters before, and well, you saw the piles of bones. 
Well, it was almost cat-like looking, but it was purple, purplish. I don't know of any cat-like creatures other than the occasional displacer beast. Alan, Alan, can you describe it better than me? Uh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't cat-like, Thaddeus. Were you? I guess you were kind of still sleepy. Uh, it was a wolf-like creature. Uh, quite large, jet black fur. Uh, kind of had weird energy pulsing off of it. Oh. Yes, you must be talking about the Thunder Beast. Uh, yeah, we've seen it along with its uh, offspring here and there, uh, but it always seems to just be looking down into the village and never really come. It's never come down here before. Oh, and Alan will sit there, continuing to sip his his flower tea. Ooh. I I wish. Uh, yeah, it'd be best to be on the good side of that one. Uh, that thing has some weird, weird powers, for sure. I mean, it was in the distance. It was on four legs. It could have been a cat. It was clearly a dog or a wolf, Thaddeus. But it's all right. I understand. You're, you're not the best whenever you're tired. Well... Any other any other questions? I mean, I, I'm here. I, I I've got I've got knowledge on the mountain. If you're looking if you're looking for the dwarves, your uh, your best bet is just to go up to the uh, the gate and hope someone answers. Uh, no one's ever been able to open it before, um, and I've never been able. I mean, I've never personally been up there before. But even when I was alive, it was uh, you know. Well, when I was alive, now that I'm trying to remember, if I remember correctly, the 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 dwarves kept it locked unless they had merchants going in and out. But I was a young does man. This, does, does this lack of memory affect everyone here? Yeah. Be nice, Martin. They're skeletons. Their brains are probably. Oh, there's no brain left in the skull. Uh, it's long been rotted out. Um, so, do you guys have any shops or? Uh, the occasional villager probably has the uh, the occasional doodad that they've been able to um, procure from those grave robbers and uh, poachers, but. Um, whether or not they'd be helpful to you, that's up to you, I suppose. And I don't know if they'd be willing to part with them. Us undead cling to... Well, we cling to items that make us feel like we're alive again. As he'll kind of, like, point to the bow on his back. That is different, though. That allows you to defend yourself yes that's true but this this bow was buried with me and uh when i rose from the dead it i instinctually grabbed it and it's been a part of me ever since i woke up I must have been a hunter or something in my old days but do you sleep no. 
us undead have no need to sleep. Uh, the bones do get tired occasionally. Um, so we do have need for rest. Uh, but sleeping is only beneficial to those that have alive bodies that require rest and energy. Ours just kind of move on their own. I don't know. I wonder if they get boners. Are you saying that quietly or are you saying that out loud? Kind of like whispering that to Ori. Uh, make, a, make a stealth check. Oh, me make a stealth check? Yeah. Or sleight of hand, whichever one you prefer. 28? Neither of them heard you. <laughs> I rolled a 2. <laughs> or didn't even hear you. I was so, I was so quiet. <laughs> I, I said, I wonder if they get boners. You say that louder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they rolled a 2. They didn't hear you. <laughs> Well, uh... Why don't you ask him? And he's like, well... I'm not well, gonna ask him. Hold on, let me... You ask him. Me too, are you shy? Well, yes, He's but... ignoring both of you. He's standing up and he looks like he's going up for a book a bookshelf. I don't know if it'd be appropriate. Why? Why wouldn't it be appropriate? Is that all bone? I suppose if I was a part of anything that's important to me, it'd be this be to help someone okay and he'll grab a book off of his uh, shelf and uh, Thaddeus you read Dwarvish right uh, I believe so language is Dwarvish yes uh, as he brings it up you immediately recognize uh, in Dwarvish it says in, uh the ancient mountain language and and its runes, and it's a book that is very clearly uh, about some sort of dwarvish. Um, but uh, he brings it up. He's like, "This book might help you if you're looking to see the dwarves. Maybe this book I found will aid you somehow." Are you willing to part with it? You see, I said that some of us undead have items that we care about because it's easier for us. It makes us feel somewhat alive again. This is one of those books. For some reason, I have a drawing to it. I can't read it, but the letters and the runes inside of it mean something, and I can't ever put my finger on it. But you're welcome to look at it, and he'll put it down on the... Could uh, we borrow it and take it with us? if we promise to bring it back? Make a persuasion check. Wow. Wow. He rolled... He has a, a plus zero in insight, and he rolled a natural 18. So you beat him by one. As long as you promise to bring it back, I suppose you could borrow it. I mean, I, I could leave an item. I have these two different parts of the dagger. You're only carrying one part, I would like to remind you. Stop trying to give people right. the cursed dagger. 
I think I'm holding half of it or something That's like that. Todd. My camera's fucking up again. Love that. <sighs> no, and he'll say to you, no, it's, there's no need. I, so long as you promise to bring it back, I think, uh, a man's word is good enough for me, I suppose. And he'll hand it to you, I, but by all means, take a look at it. I would absolutely love if any of you have knowledge on the Dwarvish language. I, I would love to know what these runes say. I've been looking at it for years now, and I haven't been able to translate any of it. Am I able to read it or understand, I mean, what the runes are saying? So the, the, the language on the front of the book and the binding of the book are like modern Dwarvish. It's the Dorvish that you that you have learned to read over the years. It's the Dorvish that you've learned how to speak over the years. Um, as you open the book, you see a few words that mean the same, and a few words that are really weird. Uh, and then you realize that this language is an entirely different form and dialect of the Dorvish language. So, I'm going to say... If you would like to attempt to decipher this and gain access to uh, this this uh, link to uh, a, a website I have that uh, translates the runes I'm using for this uh, that I'm using right. for this for this gate, you are going to have to roll a a history check. Plus four to intelligence. Oh, what the hell? I don't know if anybody can boost me. Boost me, need a bard. Um, I mean, yeah, he'll bard to conspire. He'll inspire you. So add a D eight to your roll. Uh, okay. So let's pull. Out. Alan will cast enhance ability, and give you advantage on your intelligence check as well. There's my D8, so I add one. Now you can roll with advantage. Oh, I roll with advantage? Kip Allen's giving you enhance, enhance ability for intelligence. Oh, okay. So let me roll another... Oh, no, no. You don't roll advantage on the D8. You only roll in the advantage on the D20. Okay. And I'm rolling history, right? History. 23. Why didn't it show on my end? So the AC that I had set for this translation was pretty high because it is Old Dwarvish. And I set it at 22. You rolled a 23. So, it'll take you some time and uh, it'll probably take you the better part of It'll take you the better part of tonight and the next night. However, if you spend all of your downtime uh, before bed 
and during and during what what would be perceived as your watch, I will say that you will be able to decipher and figure out the alphabetic meaning for each individual rune that is in this book for Old Mountain Speak. I just lost fucking Google. Hmm. And I will grab a uh, a link. Oops, that's back. So, actually, I'll grab. A did picture. stream freeze for anyone else too? Did it? It did for me. No, but mine, I, mine's open. Like it's I said. Working. Yeah, like I said, I've been having weird internet things, so. Alright. I, instead of sending you a link, I will send you a screenshot. Actually, I'm going to share it with, is this something I could share, or? Well, Yes, because it is going to be a, a, a deci you're deciphering the runes. And uh, what I'm giving you will be the result of two nights of deciphering and uh, spending time with the book. So I will give you this screenshot once those two days have passed. Okay. So. In, in game, right? In game, yeah. I'm going to get drunk and pass out for two days. Two days. So I guess that's the question. Do you guys want to, uh, you guys want to spend the next couple of days, uh, resting just because you've been traveling for the last three or four days up a mountain? Or do you want to continue on right away? I mean, we probably nappy. could. Alara could use a nappy. It is about midday. Um, so if you guys wanted to... Uh, go ahead. Uh-oh, his internet's... Uh, oh, it's my internet flipping. Yeah. Yep. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, this one suggests we remain today and depart again tomorrow. I agree. Judah will look at all of you. Well, there's a house that no one uses right across the street. The reason they don't use it is there's no furniture in there. I thought you were going to say because there were ghosts. Oh, there's, there's plenty of undead here, but ghosts, at least to my knowledge, aren't one of them. So, uh, yeah, you're free to use that house and he'll point to this house across the street. Um, feel free to use it however you feel. Uh, it should be big enough to sleep all eight of you. Um, and do please tell me, uh, once you're done deciphering that book, Thaddeus, I would love, I would love to see what you come up with. Oh, certainly. Most certainly. I will share my information with you. Um, I appreciate we it. may... We may need to leave tomorrow, so I may have to travel first and then stop back on the way and return the book and give you my information, if that's okay with you. 
That is okay. That is fine. Well, do um, you guys drink alcohol? We don't drink anything, unfortunately. I bet you have some good aged booze around here. You're free to look around. Just don't steal from anybody. I don't know why I feel that there's something in this frickin' town I'm supposed to find. I don't know, is there? I don't know. I just, it's like, literally, it's in the back of my head that there's something in this village that I'm supposed to find. She said, yes, you want to go exploring? We could do that. I don't think there's any families that you could assist with taking care of dad and mom. <clears throat> We're just going to first explore this house. Okay. Elka's, Elka's going to join in. Just in case they need someone small to, to dig around. Okay. Wonder dig around? Yeah, like crawl under things. I don't know. It's a decrepit village. Can anybody in our party detect magic? Oh. Ooh, this one can. Yeah. <laughs> All the druids can. Alan I'm wondering is, if Alan is straight vibing with the skeletons. By the way, <laughs> he's just he's just sitting there sipping tea, chatting up a storm with Adina. Living it up. Wondering if some of these old houses may have some forgotten realms or items that have been displaced. to start looking around. Okay. What else, what is everyone else going to do before we get to um, the high class shenanigans that's undoubtedly about to unfold? I'm going to spend the time trying to get the house appropriate for us to sleep in for the night Okay. they offered us. I'm going to help out with that. Okay. Should Thaddeus be focusing on the book? He should be. Digging around? I mean, that's oh, not up to crap. me. That's right. I should be focusing on that. No, you're okay. No, no, Ori. Yes. I need Ori. If you want to look around, you're more than welcome. But I need to focus on this. I That will help us in the long run. Can't believe I just adulted. You are indeed an adult. Is he, though? How old are you in elf years? He's pretty much a child. Nah. That is, how old are you? Uh, I actually don't. I think he's 105, according to the card thing. That, that is still... I think that's still a child. Like uh, a hun I think 150 is, like, maybe teenager. Yes, is but... Uh, yes, but he, you also have to remember the backstory he told all of you. The fact that he was shipped off as a very, very, very young elf. Like, less than less than 15 years old, he was shipped off. He's basically an infant that was uh, exiled. So, you know. He's, he's had time to grow up, I suppose. Gay baby. Yep. 
He was exiled because he was gay. That is that is the the and a baby. That is the best. And a baby. That is the best. He's allowed to be gay. Little star. It's like Sparta (laughs) threw off a cliff. Lex, my little star. Little star. (laughs) Little star. Okay. Oh my God, Alara! I just realized we're both abandoned babies. A lot of y'all are yeah, like... Yeah, but I feel like your mom hated you. A lot of y'all are like uh, either orphans or like excommunicated runaways, runaways or exiles. You know, the land of like, look at my family! And we're like, Robin, you fucker. My family loves me, right. I don't know. Listen, just because I wasn't abandoned doesn't mean I'm going to abandon you all. I am God's favorite. Which one? All of them. <laughs> Jesus I mean, I from the Bible. Well, let me ask real quick. From the Bible. I'm his favorite. Are you, are you asking? Wait, hold on. What, what are you doing, Nate? You just said hold on. <laughs> let me ask real quick. We're just going to get on his get on his knees. <laughs> Say, uh, hey, you there? For all a religion check. <laughs> if we say Jesus was it, like Jesus was in. Lord God, if you roll bad and Jesus hates me, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> uh, Nat twenty. No Woo! fucking way. Oh, uh, you say oh that God. like you that was bad. That may be bad. All right, let me break out a table. Oh boy. <laughs> Man, I just wanted to Jesus ask if you liked Alara. Hopefully he doesn't possess me and kill everyone in this village. <laughs> Ori, as you, as you they're kneel, already dead. As you kneel down to pray and ask if they ask if the gods love Alora. Uh, I, I was asking. Uh, I was asking the other guy, not all of them. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make that clear. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I understand. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing like a uh, board meeting. A board. Yep. You, uh, you hear an echoing voice in your head. Love no one. I don't know who that is, but we don't vibe with him. You you want to talk about it? Are you okay? Uh, Make a wisdom saving throw. (laughs) Ow, my head. Uh... 19. You feel a creeping sensation of anger, bloodlust, and uh, unreasonable, uh, uh, like just this feeling of unreasonable anger rush into you briefly, and then you kind of shake it off like, what the fuck? Alara's going to be like sitting almost like a sweet puppy dog shaking its tail happy. I'm just like, what do you you say, Ori? I'm God's favorite, aren't I? Unfortunately, he was very upset when I asked him that. What do you mean he was upset? I don't know. It was very unreasonable. Do you mean he doesn't love me? I abandoned me too. I don't know. He's kind of an asshole. I wouldn't worry about it. There is still like at least there is still at least one other god. I don't know how many there are. As the words "he's an asshole" come out of your mouth, you feel your head intense. Oh, come on! <laughs> Not again. You you feel <laughs> you feel an intense 
rush of uh rush of pain hit your head uh you take where's the that one <laughs> okay you, t you take 28 points of psychic damage oh fuck well you can't just and reinforcing my statement he says well, nothing he's gonna just die <laughs> if you need someone to talk to I mean I'm not going anywhere nothing alright he's pouting now. Don't hurt my head again. Because you are pouting. Or he's going to point up or down. Both, actually. Because <laughs> he did it. <laughs> well, that was disappointing. Lecturing some, whatever deity is in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, maybe the gods just don't like you, Ori. And you're the problem. I don't know. How about, you ask, how about you ask another one? Don't don't project onto me. I will absolutely project onto you. Don't say it like that. That was scary. <laughs> I'm learning from watching you. <laughs> right, what's, in, what's in this house? No. Let's go. Let's go start looking around this house. Um, there's nothing in this house. This house is nothing but a wooden floor. And four four walls and and a uh, and a roof, a few windows. Oh, hidden passages. Uh, you would like uh, to. What time of day is it? Midday. Uh, I was gonna start looking around the whole town until he finds something. Where are you looking for anything? Uh. If you're looking for something specific, it's it, the DC goes up. If you're just looking for something. It stays where it's at. Uh, magic items. Magic items? That. Okay. Yeah. Roll an investigation check. And if people are helping you look, you can roll the advantage. Or if you want someone else to roll with you, you can do that. Uh, investigation. Does anyone, uh, anyone else want to roll or do you want me to just roll advantage? I mean, I assume I'm helping Zane set up the house to be right, so as comfortable as possible. The person is Alara or Alka. Okay, help. Let me look for okay. cool things. I will help investigate it. So you can yeah, either... Don't ask me. I have a negative one. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Wait, what do I have? I should... I, should yeah, I don't want to ask Alara. The, I, have, I have a plus one. People, you I, can, saw, no. I, have plus, I have a plus six in intimidation, but only one in investigation. I should, I should up that. Actually, same. It's funny how the two fighters are the ones actually looking for shit. <laughs> like they're. We're just so bored. That's why we did Thaddeus. If you would, if you would have asked me and I rolled, I would have been like, I found a rock. <laughs> literally I didn't know if you would have found a rock, and they're everywhere. I rolled a 19. 19, okay. We go ahead and roll That's it. Harder than me. Okay. Uh, I got a 17. Okay. It takes a long time to search around. A good two hours. You're looking, skeletons are like, looking at you like, what are they doing? 
ignore us. Um, it takes you a little time. So with a 19, DC was an 18. Which is, which is starting to become a trend. You guys are beating, it, beating, beating my DCs by one. Um, don't increase it by one. My heart will break. <laughs> yeah, please don't. You find nothing. No, I'm kidding. Um, Son of a bitch. You eventually do find your way over to this section of town. And what you see is an old... It looks like a dried up fountain. Uh, there's no more water flowing through it. Uh, however, Elka, as you look closely, you do notice your affinity for magic, as you know, has never been superb. Um, rub it in. But, wow, got, got defensive real fast there, little rabbit. <laughs> I know I don't know I'm bad at magic. I literally uh, froze my feet in a river the first time I had magic. Person never used it though. Eh, whatever. We've had we've had this trauma dump before. Let's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I'm over it. It's fine. However, ever since receiving the 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 necklace from Elka from from uh, Elkis, um, your affinity for magic has slowly become. At least your understanding of like how to spot magic has become better. Just because you're constantly wearing this humming ball of magic magic energy that's for like the last week and a half. Um or actually it's been more like yeah, about a week. Um you look at this fountain and you do notice a uh it looks to be a handle sticking out of the bottom of this uh, looks to be like a sword handle sticking out of the bottom of this like fountain and it is oddly magical can't help but shake that feeling alright I'm gonna go pull on it okay you pull on it and as you pull you've feel it let go with with your innate with your innate strength it's not that big of a deal um and you pull it out and it's just uh, the hilt of a sword it looks to be probably a short sword is your best guess or once was a short sword um but the handle's light it's uh like the cross guard is a rusted steel of some sort, um, and the handle's black, but the uh, the pommel of the sword is brilliantly carved, and, and uh, there's inscriptions on it. Do you read Elvish? Nope. It. Looks like some mumbo jumbo to you. But, cool. but the blade is no longer there. Uh, but it looks like a short sword. Maybe it could have been a long sword, but for a smaller person that could use it as a two handed weapon. Um, but for your average knowledge, of, and actual for you, your pretty inept knowledge of uh, 
Don't you mean adept? Adept. Brain did a... <laughs> the darn... The, 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 darn the, the darn English language got me again. Um, <laughs> you're pretty adept with, uh, with your knowledge of weapons. Uh, so your best guess is that it was probably a short sword, but again, it could have been a long one. A long sword of uh, wielded by the right person, but you pick it up and immediately you could feel magic uh, coursing through the hilt of this once used blade. Uh, well, that's all you found. Uh, I'm going to go show it to Ori. Does he speak Elvish? Ori, do you speak Elvish? Ori looks at it. What's that say? I don't, I don't know. I was hoping you knew. Well, you do have an elf in your party. If only we had an elf in our party. <laughs> I know, right? If only we knew what this was. Um, I just want to interrupt just real quick. Um, break the fourth wall. I came back from the bathroom and Maisie was on top of my desk with her face in my McFlurry cup and couldn't get off her nose. Sounds if you fed her more, I don't know. What a, what a bitch. Damn. Sounds about Maisie. Yep. Uh, Elara's with us, right? Yeah. Because she's with. Does she speak Elvish? Uh, I only speak Infernal and Dru Druidic. God, okay. Can't yeah. speak Goblin. Does Goblin have a language? Yep. Goblin. I can speak Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, Alara can speak Goblin. That'd be really funny if you could. <laughs> Alright, uh, we'll, you know, we'll bring it back. Can I, so, like, where I pulled it out, was it just, like, sitting there, or was it, like, in the stone or something? It seemed to be loosely sitting inside the stone. Can I go back and investigate the stone to see if there's a blade in there? Yeah. I'm gonna say, if you're taking your time to, to really, really look, uh, mm -hmm. you, you could roll investigation with advantage. Well, I'll do that. We'll, we'll take our time. 15? Yeah. You take a look. You do see a look, see some metal down in the what looks to be the the stab like the stab wound, quote unquote, to the to the stone. Is uh, is there any possibility of pulling that out? Uh, you'd have to chisel away the rock, or you'd have to find ways to break it out of there. Is there enough? Wait, I'm gonna look at Ori and be like, "Can you can you stomp on this and break the break the stone around this?" Uh, yeah, I can try. Get stomping, smashing. Uh, Ori's gonna he's gonna try to stomp a few inches away from the hole. Okay. Try to like loosen the ground. I uh, roll an athletics check then. Maisie, what are you doing? How are you doing bad? Uh. 28. Uh. As you stomp down, Elka, you are. You, you, 
jump a lot yourself. However, you're not used to your feet leaving the ground without you meaning them to. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but it, this is a weird sensation because as Ori starts to stomp, he's kind of creating a small little tremor um, with his feet. And uh, Ori, you're able to break up the the stone uh, that is at, on the on the ground here with a twenty-eight. You do notice cracks starting to just now starting to form towards where the sword was placed into the stone. So you're starting to see some wear and tear around it. If you continue, maybe it might break out. Uh, all right, I'll uh, yeah, I'll keep going. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say roll. Uh, now roll an athletics check with advantage. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. You keep stomping some more, Elka. It's hard to keep your feet on the ground. Um, we. Alara, it feels like you're on a roller coaster. Uh, <laughs> heard a little bit of the toad scream there. Uh, <laughs> it's almost RDD two. Yeah. Or, <laughs> um, I can't keep my focus. Oh my god. ADHD's kicking my ass today. Um, after a bit of stomping, uh, you do start to notice the rock, Elka, is... You could you could start to break apart if you pulled hard enough around where the sword was uh, placed in there. Just because of the, the cracking of the stone. Just from the sheer strength and weight of the... of you know, your. Your minotaur friend. Wait, I'll, I'll start. Uh, I'll start trying to pull out the the rocks. You and stuff. roll an athletics check. Yeah, we need a pickaxe. Uh, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Yeah, easy enough. You start to pull apart. Uh, the you start to pull apart the rock, and you do eventually find it's broken. Um, pieces of metal. But they do look like blade, like a blade at one time. And as you continue to break apart and break it apart, you do eventually find what looks to be a about a maybe a foot long chunk of it's either steel or platinum, one of the two. Hard to tell just from where you're at right now. Um, but you pull out this piece of what looks to be a, a part of a blade. Um as you go to look farther in there, uh, down into the hole, that's a f you pulling out this piece of uh, uh, piece of metal. Um, it's it's almost as if the sword was placed in this hole uh, while it was already broken. Because as you pull it out, you know that the end that was farthest into the stone is very curiously cracked. Into and like a sharper version ah. of it, like it's almost like the blade was sharpened to a point after it broke. Uh, I will show Ori our spoils. We did it! Yay! Mind you, going off of your uh, actually, I'm gonna say make an arcana check. Thank you. 
Nat 20. Hey, let's go. Look at me with the magic skills. Suck that, Pavin. Pa Pavin shivers from halfway across the world. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay. You look at this blade, and it is erupting with magical latency. Uh, you It's almost as if the blade itself was forged in magic. Um, hard to tell... Even with a natural 20 arcana, it's really hard to tell what type of magic it is, and it's hard to tell how old the magic is. However, it's plain as day that this blade, the physical metal that was used to forge this blade, is just illuminating the area with magic. And as you put it close, like, hold it kind of close to the hilt, you feel almost like a magnetism between the blade and the hilt. Um, however, as you hold them close the magnetism is feels like they need to be connected but it almost feels like they're also push, pushing each other away for some reason it's hard it's hard to tell but with a natural 20 you just it you can't help but get this suspicious feeling that there's obviously more to this blade uh i mean clearly it was broken somewhere but hmm. Maybe one of the more magically inclined people in our party can help us with maybe searching for more pieces. Yeah, do we have all the pieces? Nope. No. You have about a foot worth of of blade and then the hilt. And the blade is very cracked. And I'd say actually the other thing you'd notice about this blade is that it has the same markings in writings uh, as the hilt. So. We should bring this back to everyone else and see if they can maybe help us. Maybe the skeletons know a little bit about this. Maybe. I know they don't know a lot. Good plan. We're just going to try his hardest to read Elvish. And make an intelligence check. Sixteen. Sixteen. You know, you've been around Elvish enough that you don't know what, you don't know how to read it, you don't know how to translate it. However, you have picked up the occasional word here and there, just because it is a, it is a, it is a regularly spoken and written language in this world. Um, one of the runes that you do notice on the pommel of the hilt is, uh, it's an Elvish rune for power, but that's all you can really decipher. The only reason you know what power means is because the uh, the country that you grew up in, or the country that uh, that that you're um, that was formed in your youth uh, of Astrium, is a primary primarily Elvish kingdom, and you do remember street signs being written in Elvish as you were leaving Astrium. So you have picked up a few words here and there, and the one that you do recognize is power with that 16. Um, would I be able to cast locate object? On the blade? Yes. 
like for the other part of the blade? You could like you could try, but uh, just a reminder: locate object is only within a thousand feet. So let me as what kind of level spell is that? Second, third, divination, divination two. So, yeah. so second. Yeah. I mean, we will be taking a long rest before continuing. So. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to try, I mean, uh, this this town is roughly. I mean, we're judging it off of feet. It's. I think I think I set each of these squares to be not uh, maybe i set them to five feet i think i did set them to five feet these should actually be set to about 20 feet each so i mean you could probably cover almost all like yeah from where you're at you could cover almost all of the town because i mean locate object lasts for 10 minutes i think i think so so if you yeah if you cast and walk around you might be able to um, might be able to see it. Yeah, so, I'll go for it. Okay. You cast locate objects, or locate object, and in the immediate vicinity, you you only sense the ping of of the uh, of the blade that is in Elka's hand right now. So you do not sense any other parts of this weapon. Okay. Currently. So, are you guys going to start walking back, or are you going to explore more in this area? Uh, I kind of want to see if we can find the rest of the sword. Okay. First. Where yeah, are I think they? since we have uh, someone to help us out to look, it might be fun to find the rest of it. Okay. And just we're over on the I, I left threw, side. I, I, I threw Alka's token over there, over by the circle on the bottom left, Todd. Okay. Um, okay. So, are you, you guys are going to start heading back to, uh, I guess, he heading back to the uh, to the house to see if you can get, gain the help of anybody or see if Alara can ping any sort of uh, any parts of this blade? Yeah, I think just kind of like wandering around. Okay. Uh, as you wander around, Elka, it's... You do feel... With the blades in your hand, with the blade in your in your left and the hilt in your right, you feel almost like a almost like a shivered, uh, like um, like a bone chilling sensation is the best way I could describe it. Um, and uh, as I wait for Lexi to get off the phone with her mother, um, you can't help but feel. A little weirded out by by this once wet weapon. It's a uh, you can't tell if it's because of the magic that's seeping through it, or if it's because it's there's just what is it doing at the bottom of this well? Um, it's just it's off putting. Uh, but as you make your way back, um, I guess we could get to uh, well. Lex is gone. We can get to the. Uh, you, you said you wanted to try to have somebody like Thaddeus uh, see if he could translate the inscriptions on the mm -hmm. sword. Okay. Well, we can get to that. Uh, you find you get back to the house, and what do, what do they find Thaddeus doing as uh, they get back to the house? Eating cheese, drinking wine, and reading. Okay. You find him doing the most elf 
thing you could think of. But it's probably the most elf thing you've ever seen him do. Um, at this point, Alan is back. It has has entered into the house. Uh, and is just kind of sipping on his sipping on more tea and just kind of relaxing. But uh, you guys walk in and he's like, ah, welcome back. Did you find anything interesting? Found this broken sword. Well, there's a lot of those around here, but this Good one job. was this one was plunged into the the floor of uh, a fountain. Really? And it it feels quite magical. I can see that from here. Uh, this this one can try to mend it. I think we're missing some pieces. Well, uh, I could do that too, but if you're missing pieces, the, uh, the mending spell only works, uh, well, it's a cantrip, so it can only really do so much, but I'd say you probably need to take that to a, a blacksmith if you ever find the rest of it, but. Well, there's also, it's covered in, uh, Elvish, and you what? can't read that. Oh. And Alan will just like look at turn like look around the door at Thaddeus. Did somebody say Elvish? Only we knew an elf. Yeah. Hello. Thaddeus, come here. I'm gonna close or leave put something in the book, flip it upside down so I don't lose my spot and walk over. Thaddeus, you're part elf, right? <laughs> you're a little bit of an elf, right? Last I checked, yes. I had some half elf blood in me too. Mm. <laughs> That's a different story. Beat me to it. <laughs> Could you translate the runes on this? For a cost. Excuse me. I'm kidding. Just give me booze. Um, yes, of course I will translate. Okay. Uh. With your ability to read Elvish, I'm going to say... Um, okay. I've got a DC in mind, and it's pretty low. Um, go ahead, Thaddeus, and make a history check with advantage. either okay 14 you, the, the dc the dc was pretty low um it takes you a little bit of time but written on the pommel in in elvish runes is the rune for power the rune for uh the rune for knowledge and the rune for magic uh, these are elvish words that have been short runes or elvish words or words in general that have been shortened down into symbols and that mean something to the weapon maker or the enchanter. Um, as you look at part of the blade, it's a sentence that's written on the blade. Um, but because the blade is broken, it's only half the sentence, not even. Probably about the last... You would gauge it's probably the last 
third of the sentence that was written on this blade. And what you what you can read is uh, right here. Okay. Uh, you would read find the knowledge of Narbeth and return it to thee. Uh, would that mean anything to me at all? Zane, Thaddeus, and Zane, Thaddeus, and probably just Zane and Thaddeus. Roll both of you roll a history check. Advantage or regular? Just regular. Second. Alright, that's a... Cut out 22. There you go. 22. 13. Thaddeus, you didn't quite... You didn't get quite far enough in your Elvish history lessons as a child. Uh, whether that may be... Whether that's because you slacked off or... Or, yeah, like, slacked off to go play with Noetic or... Uh, or just... Play. Well, this play. is this is uh, this is what have been when they were children. Children. Uh, um, we played. Yes, played. Um, or if you were just slacking off and you were being obstinate, um, you can't help but feel like you've heard the name Narbeth, but you can't quite put a finger on. It. However, Zane, growing up in Ebrax, you have heard the name of uh, Narbeth Ralafarin. A uh, an elvish scholar that once uh... seriously dog. Sorry. Did you just say seriously, Todd? No, I said seriously. Dog. dog. Oh, dog. He's, he's getting <laughs> into the stuff. same thing. Uh, yeah, he was. I had a my plate from dinner sitting over oh. on my bed, and he was just like, "Yep, this is mine now." Um. Okay, I'm just sorry. sitting here eating, and I thought you said seriously, Todd. It's like what? So you you have heard so Zane, you've heard of, you've heard of the great scholar Narbeth Relifarn. He was an El he was an Elvish scholar that existed pre fracture. Uh, he was actually from the island of Ebrax before Ebrax was Ebrax. Uh, this this El this Elvish uh, scholar. Uh, grew up on the island, but eventually ventured out into the into the greater world and spread out uh, and spread out to, in his search for knowledge. He's best known for being the uh, being the creator and the script or the scribe uh, for the person uh, for the scribe for all elvish runes that are used in common enchantments, and that is. What you rem that is what you remember from your studious days as a uh, as a young one. I will share my knowledge with the group. Okay. Thank you for your knowledge. You're welcome. Knowledge. Knowledge. So I guess what does that mean about this blade then? That uh, means it probably his. 
was is his? It something we want to put back together? I mean, if you can find a blade, I can probably stick it back on. Um, Zane, funny enough, with your with your background in weaponsmithing and just your overall ability to enchant and enhance, you look at this metal. You've never seen this metal before that comp that composes the blade. Um, you do see elements of like steel and silver and platinum, but it is a mixture of metals that like is an alloy that you have never seen before. Um, what'd you roll for history check? 22. 22. Okay. With the 22 history, you had heard of the union between dwarves and elves prior to the fracture how the dwarves came out of their came out of their mountain uh mountain keeps to do trade with the elves of the forest that surrounded a majority of the mountains uh on sylvania you do remember hearing of a metal that is, that is composed of many different elements that, have that were dug up from the earth uh, uh, by the dwarves. Uh, however, you cannot remember what the name is. And all you know is that there was a metal that was once the prized... Uh, commodity or pri I guess more of a not a commodity but a a rarity for the dwarvish people it was a uh, is what is the metal that they use to make the swords and make the weapons of the oligarchs of Arandor it was the metal that they used to make all the kings that hit that that uh, sat underneath their mountains and ruled the dwarves um you knew a, you you knew a metal such a metal existed. However, it's hard with a twenty-two. It's hard to remember what the name of that metal is. However, there is a slight inkling and curiosity with with how you operate that this metal may be similar to that. Um, but it's hard to tell. Podium. Okay. So, uh, anything anything else with the blade that you want to try to figure out? When I look at it, do I or touch it? Do I get any like feelings of anything like it's communicating with me or? Uh, make a wisdom saving throw. I'm kidding. Um, oh Jesus! <laughs> you've had a, Hi, uh, Torben. You you've uh, you and cursed items is starting to become a meme. Um, starting. Or has become yeah, starting to. Okay, but yeah, no. There's you touch it. There's it's just a blade. It's a broken blade, but who knows who who it belonged to, and who knows why it was in that fountain. So, well, we know who it belonged to. Well, add a name we on suspect it. Suspect we know who it belonged to. Uh huh. Well, you should uh, you should hold on to that though. Yeah, probably. 
No, you, I'm telling you, you should. It's a, uh, it's not normal metal. Oh. It's made of sterner stuff. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, hopefully we'll find the rest of it somewhere. I feel like it's useless without the rest of it. It's at least rare without it. Where'd the ladder go? She's, uh, talking to her mom at the moment. No, I do. Um... Oh, she's on her cell phone. <laughs> uh, I would Family say... <laughs> I would say, um... Alara would not get any more pings for that weapon inside this village. As she makes it to the center, she can't. She doesn't get any more pings with, with a locate object. So, I'll let her know that whenever she comes back. Um. Okay. Failed. Is there anything else you guys want to do before you take a long rest? Um. Yes, but not until towards the night. So. Okay. Oh, just quick question. Do you think we should ask the guy about this? They don't seem to remember much. I mean, it can't hurt, I guess. Doesn't hurt to ask. We'll show it to Jebediah. Judah is his name. <laughs> Judah. <laughs> um, Hallelujah. <laughs> Alright, oh. Uh, <laughs> She's back. Um, <laughs> With a locate object, there's uh, Lex. There's uh, no other pings for that weapon okay. in inside the village. Balls. Um. Okay, so you're gonna go ask Judah about the sword. Okay. So you walk in, and you uh, you just uh, walking into the the house that you're that he brought you into. Yeah. Okay. You walk in and uh, Adina is sitting uh, is sitting at the table, just kind of like do like dozing off, and like definitely kind of looking uh not uh not really paying attention. However, the Judah's fiddling with a with one of the books that he has on his bookshelf, uh, and he sees you walking. He's like, "Oh, welcome back. Uh, I hope I hope the house and the accommodations is uh at least." Fitting for uh, for the night. Yeah. At camp. Nice. Uh, what can I do for you? We found this uh, sword in uh, in the fountain. And we were wondering if you knew what it was. May I see it? I will let him see it. He will look at it. He will roll an investigation check. Never seen this before. Where'd you find it? I literally just said we found it in the fountain. <laughs> Bruh, listen. You did say that. You did say that, huh? I did. Interesting. 
Never seen it before. Yeah. He just feels. Um, you feel an air of him not wanting to be rude, but you kind of walked in on him. Were they boning? Um, <laughs> literally. You can You walked in on no. It's like walking in on someone who's who's in the middle of like their uh, their quote unquote enrichment time. Uh. Um. Where they're, uh, he's, he feels like he, uh, he feels like you, you get the sense of like a impatient urgency for you to just kind of get out of this, get out of the house. But not like, he's not trying to be rude. Mm -hmm. And there's not anything malicious from what you can sense. Okay. Behind that. So I was more interested in does he legitimately know anything about the blade or not? He has no idea. Okay. Um, this one thinks we have interrupted you. Let us, uh, looking at the rest of the party, um, let us return. And I'll start walking out. Uh, okay. Very well. Well, you have a good night. You as well. Oh, I will. <laughs> what is his enrichment? <laughs> Jesus. Got a boner. Oh, man. You want to spend part of your night to find out? You certainly can. No, I do not. <laughs> I don't want to know what they do. I'm going to pull out my cloak. I'm going to go full stealth and I'm going to sneak in and watch. Okay. Oh, kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, I got kind of, I, I may have gotten a little bit too excited to talk, to describe uh, two skeletons fucking each other, but you know. <laughs> or he's going to stand at the door and wait. It's just going to sound like, like skeletons, like when they walk and they make that like crunching sound of bones. Like it's just going to be that just like bones hitting each other. It's just gonna sound like my knees in the morning. I was about to say the exact yes. <laughs> crunch. Dude, uh, it's my my lower back popped this morning. I was like, oh, that's not normal. It is now. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to getting old, Zach. But okay. So, are right, right, or you're just gonna stand in the in the doorway? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's weird. Wait, let's see if I can do this. Hold on. Is that the sound? What? What? Oh, I just cracked my neck. Oh. Oh, yeah, it oh. didn't come through. Um, okay, so you guys gonna just uh, go to sleep? Uh, no. Okay. Um, I will um, look at or pull Thaddeus aside um, into another room if there is one or kind of just to a corner um, if there isn't and uh, 
from Thaddeus. This one calls promising to scry on Noetic for you. I'm sorry, I was deep in thought. What? You you wish to scry for me? Yes, this one has spells available. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Yes. How many how many times can you scry? Uh two. Okay. Um but I'm only going to do one um for right now. Okay. Um but it, it is there anything that I can like set it up so that he can see it through the mirror that I have or Um no. Uh you would need no. you would need a scry room. So the best thing that could happen is that you could just uh talk it out, describe. Or you could say I describe everything I saw and yeah. it's me describing the scene and everybody hears it. Yep. Um, um, okay. um well I have then, a I have a bigger I have a mirror. I don't know if that's I I do too. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's the your guys' ability to see the see the um the scry that the woman did back in um it was it Anorik? Yeah, it was Anorik. Um my girlfriend did that. Yes, her. Uh hey. she uh she had a special room that uh that was specifically meant for sharing the vision of a scry spell. Um, and it, you, to all of your knowledge, the only way, that is the only way you could share a scry spell with someone is if you have access to one of those rooms. Um, so, okay, so you're, um, you're going to attempt to scry. Yes, but I'm also going to, um, pull Elka across to translate because Weaver's common is a little iffy. So Weaver's going to describe everything in Draconic and have Elka translate. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So you're going to you you uh, describe how you set up your scry, Sarah. Your your uh, your ceremony. Yeah. Um. So it's a um. All of Weaver's magic is essentially fire based. Um. So he's gonna kind of set the mirror down um produce flames in his hands and leave almost like tiny tea lights in a circle around him and uh he kind of sits down and um produces another larger flame kind of on top of the mirror and um looks into that flame and that flame shows the scry okay wow nice Okay, um, assuming you're taking the whatever uh, whatever little keepsake that Thaddeus keeps uh, to remind mm -hmm. him, um, and the fact that you have now seen what Noetic looks like, you've heard the descriptions of Noetic, and you've seen him talk because of your experience with the scry room. Um, I'm going to say that this scry will have a base roll. It will not... Uh, this is no longer secondhand knowledge. This is firsthand knowledge, of cool. Um, so there won't be any issues with that. So you begin your uh, 
your scry. Um, and I would like to do this um, close enough to the end of the night um, to where Noetic might be going. Noetic's half-elf, correct? And Thaddeus is elf? Yes. Okay. Um, then I would like to be doing this close to when Noetic might be going to bed. Okay. Alright, so you begin your incantation. Uh, fire starts to erupt around the mirror and circle around the mirror. Uh, and a... Okay. And you feel your consciousness focus only on the mirror. And as your eyes goes directly... As your, uh, your own self goes into this void of a mirror, you find yourself looking down on a dark-skinned, uh, he has grayish, like, black skin, uh, half-elf. Um, he's currently, you see him reading something, um, definitely a book, and you see him with a, looks to be a it's either a lute or a lyre. It's hard to tell, um, but it's it's sitting next to him on this on this bed, and he is currently sitting in candlelight, um, reading something. Uh, if you want to look in further into the scry, I'm gonna have to have you roll a perception check. Uh, I'm gonna go for that because why not? Oh, twelve. That was an ass roll. Uh, the vision does clear up just a little bit. You can now tell he has a loot um, mm -hmm. next to him. And you can tell that the book he has is leather bound uh, and not paper bound. And uh, you can very clearly see a determined look on his face. Um, the can't really catch much detail of the room he's in. Um... But you do catch detail of a sense, even with a 12, uh, the DC for you is, is a little lower, just given you who you are. Um, you do smell salt water. You smell just a very brackish-like smell uh, that's wafting through the air, and you can't get it out of your nose. Uh, and as um, um, as you go to like focusing cl closer, you notice the book. His hands stop and clench the book, and you just see him like stare up, kind of right at you. And he will put his hand up and go, huh. And clench his fist, and the connection is broken. Hmm. This is interesting. This one was perceived by Noetic, and he dispelled by Scry. I, I'm sorry, I'm not very familiar with 
magical stuff like it. Um, it, I'm not understanding what you're saying. He knew that you were looking in? in? Yes. This one has another idea. I'm all he is. Um, I start to um lay out um a another set of items for another uh, spell, a different set of items for another spell. Okay. Um, and uh, kind of talking as I go. Um, this one, this one's found father was also a druid, but of where this one is has mastery of fire, this one's father had mastery of dreams. This one would like to try and send you into noetic dreams. Wait, you could send me into his dreams? Oh my This God. one thinks so. Yes. Yes, he has to... He has to know that I'm okay and that I'm alive. When we parted, um, the last thing we said is we would always, always try our hardest to find and search for each other. Alrighty. Um, then I'm going My to... My eyes swell with emotion. And I'm completely ignoring the emotion. I'm just focused on laying out the uh, items for the dream spell. Okay. And uh, um, it looks like, excuse me, um, I can cast it in a minute. It would last eight hours. I'm assuming that if noetic is awake the um dream can s essentially start within that eight hour duration yeah how the dream spell works is basically uh you 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 have to send what you, you you send one willing participant into the dream a dream of another that you know of that that other must not be an elf because they don't sleep um yeah. But however, the the person you're sending could be any race. Um, you, uh, the spell will last. Oh. It literally says, yeah. um, if the target is awake when you cast the spell, the messenger knows it and can either end the trance or wait for the target to fall asleep. Yeah. So, if you, given the scry, you knew that Noetic was still awake. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to wait just a little bit, given the fact yeah. that this is a you have a purpose and uh, um, and the fact that Thaddeus doesn't need to sleep, 
Um, you could yeah. wait a little bit to cast the spell, and then worst, worst case, I'm willing to take the point of exhaustion of not getting a long rest. I think you should um, you should be fine, but we'll we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to wait a little bit, you can wait a little bit. Uh, a little bit of time passes if that's what you want to do. Yep. Um. A majority of the people in this room are asleep. Uh, and Ori, shut up. Thaddeus, come on, guys. Let me. I have, a, I have a dog that's desperately wanting out of my room. Come on, Jackie. Come on. Okay, we're not. Go on, get. And for all of you others, this is now Twister that's in the camera. <laughs> she uh, and uh, Tornado are, um, they're from the same batch. They're sisters. Okay. So, you wait a little time. You start You start your incantation. Um, same effect. Fire start. Little sparks of flame start to shoot off the... Uh, the it's the the sand and the ink in the writing mm -hmm. quill in fact the the ink kind of catches catches flame as you uh as you start the spell um thaddeus you are sat on the ground and you feel your consciousness slip into a cloud of nothingness um you feel your body transport into weightlessness And then you find yourself in a forest. Um, you see a, uh, and I'm reading the, okay. Um, all right. So just so you're aware, and, and I'm sure Weaver probably would have described this to you before sending you in. Um, the message you can, the the words that you can say to Noetic, uh, can be no more no more than ten words. That's um, that's only if it's being used offensively, aggressively. Gotcha. Okay. Um, otherwise, it can be a full conversation. Gotcha. Okay. Good to know. You find yourself in this forest, and the forest is not one you recognize. Um. You feel yourself weightlessness, but you see your body, you see your legs, you see your hands, and as you float down to the ground, you feel your feet hit the ground, however, you feel much lighter than you normally do. Uh, and the first thing you see in this dreamlike state is a almost like a living, breathing music note. Um, and it's just kind of like slowly floating through the dream. You notice it. And it's not uncommon uh, for, from your experience, it's not uncommon for Noetic to think of music as he sleeps. Um, so that makes sense to you. Um, as you enter the dream, is it, are you are you specifically searching for noetic? 
for is that for me or yes is that that's for... for that's for you yeah once i cast the spell this is entirely out of my hand it is all on you okay um yes yes i'm searching for noetic okay um oh i guess once i cast the spell and decide if it's a friendly or um horrifying if it's a dream or a nightmare <laughs> and i'm obviously choosing it to be a dream Okay. So as as you really will yourself to find noetic, you feel your you feel winds start to blow. You feel a burst of warmth hit your face. You you start to hear a moderately upbeat melody start to quietly play through the wind. And rapidly passing by you are just hundreds and hundreds of trees in this forest. You see brief moments of uh, almost uh, almost recognizable parts of when you grew up. You f you see the the odd uh, the odd oak tree in the forest. That you and Noetic used to climb as as young children, uh, you see a um, you know you, you see a river that you and Noetic used to go fishing at, uh, but eventually you do find an opening, a, 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 an opening in this forest, where in the set, sitting in the center of this forest is a rock, uh, about ten feet tall, and surrounded uh, surrounding this rock is a a bunch of small little wildflowers. And sitting on top of this rock is Noetic. Uh, a younger version of Noetic. You, this is the Noetic that you would have, you in your mind have, ex have uh, kind of had this like expectation of what he would look like if, if, uh, if he was a bit older than the last time you saw him. Um, but as you get closer, the younger part of Noetic starts to turn into the older version that you saw through the scry spell. And as you get closer, you feel a weightlessness. Um, Noetic is not acknowledging you, uh, yet. Uh, what do you do in this situation? Um, I'm just going to continue walking forward and um, I'm going to say Noetic it is I I have come from my village to visit my father does not know I'm here a brief moment goes by and eventually you see a very the kind eyed boy that you used to know is what you expect but as this man now this starting to look a little grizzled uh, man uh, turns and looks and in his eyes you see nothing but 
surprise and like almost like a weariness to his look he doesn't fully trust what he's seeing in his dream and as he looks at you he just kind of tilts his head and just stares at you says nothing um I'm gonna role play this okay I, I'd hope you would Noetic, it is I. We are apart, but yet together. Yo. Do you remember when we first met in the field? He will... I had fallen, and you had helped me up. Hmm. You'll see a smile crowd. There's a soft smile go over his face. There was a softness in your hands. There was a softness in your heart. He will yeah. smile and nod at you. It and, is truly I. And he will, uh, he will jump down the uh, the rock that he's sitting on, and he will look at you. And the man you're looking at now has seen some things. You can very clearly tell that there's a, regardless of his apparent excitement to see you, there's definitely some hesitancy and there's definitely some, uh, we'll call it, we'll call it, uh, he's stealing him. He, he's stealing off his emotions the best he can. Um, but he just kind of looks at you and still hasn't still not saying anything and he'll just like hold his hand out to you uh palm facing upwards almost as if he's asking you to take his hand i'm gonna reach out he grabs your hand and as he touches your hand he puts it he puts his other hand on top of yours and he'll just look at you dead in your eyes He'll sigh once, smile, and uh, he will um, he'll squeeze your hand as, as hard as he can uh, without hurting you. Um, and then you'll see his head cock to the right, averting gaze from your eyes. And he'll start to frown. You let go of your hand. You know, put a hand on your shoulder. And uh, he will point to his throat and point to his mouth. And he will kind of gesture like almost as if I, he you see him try to like start opening his mouth to talk and nothing comes out. And he just kind of, he looks a little frustrated, and then he immediately looks past you again with a scowl on his face. I know you weren't expecting this. 
but in time we will meet again he he shakes his head no and then puts his hand on your shoulder again and points behind you I know who stands behind me and I will kill him to have you this is only a dream but I am here he will not harm me you cannot let him continue to harm you and Noetic will look at you and like kind of gesture with his fingers like he'll point at you and then gesture like uh, like the finger walking that you can do and he'll like do that and point towards the, the way you came from and then he will like give you a gesture to like hurry up um, and he'll look like he has a very almost a concerned look on his face but also just kind of like almost like he's just going through the motions at this point um, he will he will look past you again and uh, you'll see his you'll see him open his mouth but you'll hear nothing come out of it and he will just gently look at you put both hands on your shoulder and uh, he will give you a hug he'll let go of you Mm, Thaddeus, I need you to make a perception check. Oh, God. It's not that hard, because you're right up in his face. You see tears starting to come from his eyes. Um, make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw? Yep. Um, he can end the dream, or at least he can end the spell whenever he wants. Um, and I would have told him that. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that in mind, uh, with a 21, it's a failure. You feel your body turn where there was once warmth, it is now cold. You blink your eyes, and Noetic is no longer embracing you. He is standing away from you. Uh, and he's just staring directly behind you. You feel a hand touch your shoulder. I'm going to end the dream. And then you wake up. Were you uh, successful? He is not well. I feel that Torben... Torben is hurting him. He knew that I... He, he knew who I was. He remembered me. And he was, I believe, trying to protect me. But Torben was there. I will end that fucker's life. And I will cherish that moment that for another time thank you of course this one this one this one is glad to 
hear that Noetic is not there of his own accord. Yes. And I will say this. We've both come from upbringings where we've been cast away. I feel that you are my brother. You truly care about me and what is best for me. And with that, I can, I have you, I will protect you through anything. You, maybe for some time in your life, maybe for the first time, you have a friend. This one has friends. You are a friend. Ori is a friend. Elka is a friend. Zane is a friend. God, I'm actually fucking crying. I, I'm starting to choke up a little bit, too. <laughs> um, this one has found family. Yes. And I do not wish to make you think that I am closer than any of the others in this party. But I want you to know I see you as a brother, as my family. You are a special person. And if We're things just don't not. work out with if things don't work out with Noetic. <laughs> you just said he was your brother. Are you into that? <laughs> I'm actually freaking tears are rolling down my eyes. <laughs> Power. Good thing we have the, the cat cam tonight. <laughs> oh. Well, unless there's anything else you guys want to do for the night. <clears throat> um, you can, uh, all of you, find rest uh, in not the most comfortable rest, but you have shelter and you have some warmth. Um, and you find your way into a fairly restful slumber. Um, you wake up and a long rest is had. Since I really don't rest, per se, uh -huh. can I continue to... Oh, excuse me. Got you the book? Yeah, so uh, elves only need, I think it's four hours of like. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, they. You it's like a trance. Four hours of tra of trance. Yeah, it's a trance meditation. So, you could spend a good majority of your night um, translating that book. In fact, I forgot about that when I was bringing that up. So, you wake up in the morning, and you have a um, you have a full cipher, of. From the book. For I went to Evelyn Wood's spade writing class. And uh, I will show that to everyone. So it should be in your journal. Huzzah. Yay. There you go. 
Can I add that I can read this? Like it's it's something I'm unlearned now. There you or go. Or do I always need the cipher? Um, since you don't, you're not uh, versed in the Dwarvish language, so I'm gonna say no. But if you use that cipher, you could easily decipher phrases. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, you wake up. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to do before you get uh, continue your journey ahead? Uh, I think to go back and talk to the skeleton guy about the sword, now that he's done boning. Okay. Hopefully, yeah. I'm gonna knock this time. Uh, there is no answer to the door. Hiya. Kicking it down. Kicking down the door. Yeah. Roll an athletics check. Or he's gonna actually drop cake through the door. Oh my god. <laughs> she can drop kick through the wall. You just want to destroy their house? I don't think they have another <laughs> one. Yeah, he'll do the door just in case it all collapses. All right, roll roll an athletic check. Uh, thirty-one. Uh, you drop kicking it? Yeah. <laughs> you go to drop kick the door and as uh, as you're mid air you feel you feel your hooves start to connect with the wood and the, but the wood's moving as 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 you're flying through the air and the door is opened and what you've made contact with is Judah oh god there's bones oh, everywhere uh, oops. And um shockingly he's not dead. Um I mean he technically is. Well, more dead. Technically undead. Not undead dead. Yeah. Um Bane you blast through the door and his bones just erupt. <laughs> it spreads out throughout the house. And immediately Dina just like walks up like Oh my goodness. Or he's gonna clench a fist and raise it up to his chest. Strike. <laughs> Damn it. Zane, you're the technical one. Perfect Can you put game. him back together? I'm a blacksmith, Thaddeus, not a doctor. Or he's gonna put him back together, except he's gonna switch the screen around. So he has two. So he has. <laughs> his feet are on opposite sides. I hope he doesn't notice. Uh, he's like, what the? was that really necessary? Ow, my foot. See the dog. You see Ruger. He's run up rather impatient. And just start start wagging his bony tail at you. Ruger. Or he's gonna throw a bone. Fetch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll an animal handling check. What is my animal? Oh, okay. Uh, nineteen. 18. He runs after the bone and grabs it and brings it back faithfully. And Judah's like, Ruger, give me, give me my femur. Now, give it. He's going to roll an animal handle check. Ruger just like quietly walks up to him and puts it down on the ground next to him and like winds off into the corner. So. It's okay. 
Well, anyways, that was a odd wake-up call. Uh, I think I'll put back to get where happening with my feet. Look fun to me. I I don't think that's right. Uh, here, here, I'll let me put him back. Yeah, that let me, let me double check. Yeah, that would that would be great. I was gonna take a pinky toe. Wait, what? What? That's what are what are you doing? That's not. I'm fixing your feet. Uh, roll persuasion check. <laughs> uh, six. Well, I, I didn't roll a six. I was that's my modifier. Sorry. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. I appreciate your help, but Adina, can you, please, can you be here? Yes, I, I suppose I can. I could help you out, and uh, she will. I, I got this, Ori. Good job, and uh, she'll. She'll like replace his feet uh, back in the in the right place, but now he's just missing a pinky toe. Wait, uh, Ori, can I have that back, please? Ori sniffs it. It smells horrendous. Mm. Not a good time to put a piece of cheese in my mouth. But to get toe cheese. Oh, I hate you. Better than dick cheese. Ooh, debatable, but Uh. (laughs) (laughs) then immediate. (laughs) Just the immediate, like bro. (laughs) Um, okay. (laughs) All right, good to take your toe back. Okay, keep it. Anyways, that was a weird awakening. Uh, How can I help you? Oh, that's me. Yes. Or he looks at Elka. He just like stares at her out, stares at all of you with a blank face. Sorry, I spaced out. Uh, so we found this uh, broken sword in your fountain over there. Yes, I remember. You showed me it last night. Correct. And you were busy, and so I thought I would come back and ask you when you were less indisposed. Um, ask, and I know that you don't remember a whole lot, but like maybe you might know what this is. I, 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 like I, like I said last night, I'm never seen that sword before in my life. Lives. I don't know how that works. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Just wanted to double check. Uh, oh, how, how's that, how's that cypher coming, coming along, uh, Thaddeus? Um. Sorry, I was vomiting a little. Toad jeez. Actually, I finished the book. Really? Yes, and... I went to Evelyn Wood's bed reading class. It, it's from my land. Um, Understood. Yeah. Well, what'd you find out? Um, well, I learned about a lot of rune symbols and what they potentially mean. Fascinating. Well, show me, if you don't mind. I'd, I'd love to see it. I'll pull the book out and start explaining the best way that I can that he will understand what they what they mean. And he, he, he'll he just, like, look as invested as a undead skeleton could look. Um, he's just like, amazing! Well, the longer you live, the longer you learn. The more you learn. Uh... 
Well, I appreciate it. Now, now I know what that means. You don't have a copy machine here, do you? A what? <clears throat> um, actually, before we left, I was gonna, I was asking, um, is there a way that I could scribe this out myself, or like write these out myself before I give him the book back? Well, the technical cipher that I gave you is the equivalent of you writing it out yourself. So, if you wanted to make a copy form, you could. Okay. Yeah, there's assumption you have paper and a and ink and yeah. Uh, so takes takes you fifteen minutes to copy everything over. Uh, wow. Well, that's you work fast. I'm impressed. Well, I uh, I, I wish I could uh, do more to help you, but um, I'm a little. Uh, do any of these words or these symbols are they recognizable to you? Do you have you seen them? Do they mean anything to you? Any one of them in particular or as a group? Um Well, let me look. There is one that you tend to see quite a lot. Um, and it's that one. He'll point to this rune that translates to the letter P. Like this one, you see quite a lot. Um, I don't know, uh, don't know what Ooh. the significance of the letter P is in their runes, but, um, I know I've seen it quite a lot and maybe... Maybe you could, uh, if if you find anything with these with this writing, then you'll be able to translate it. Yes. When you say you've seen it a lot, any particular spot you've seen it? Is, is it in the village here? Is it in, in documents? In, in documents and such. We're we're the last. We were. Well, we were the last uh, village that um, you know that came before you entered into a kingdom of dwarves so um I, I don't remember everything from my life but i do remember for some reason i remember documentation with that letter a bunch was there a library or a clerk to the office a a governing body that had an office here uh unfortunately not this was a Primarily just a, a mining town, and um, we had a post office, but that's uh, been, since been turned to rubble over over the years. Uh, but no, we didn't have anything such as that, and if it did exist, I don't remember it. Very Any, well. Yeah, anything that's uh, in this, um, anything that's left in this town certainly doesn't match match that description. Well, thank you for the use of your book. Absolutely, I appreciate you translating it. More, you, I guess I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to learn the best I can. Well, what's the plan then? Are you uh, staying in town for another night, or are you going to be heading heading up the mountain and checking out the gate? I think it's time we get to the gate. All right. Well, if you uh, get stuck and you can't find your way out. 
Uh, that house is open for you to stay in another night if you need it. Appreciative. Zane? Yes? Do we Actually, I have a set that I never used. I'm sorry? Should we, get, should we leave him a sending stone in case we have difficulty? There should be no need. I mean, we'll inevitably more than likely be coming back when we leave. And Alan will chime in. And uh, I kind of know the sending spell, so if we need to get a hold of somebody, we can. Why don't we just carry one of their skulls around? That seems a bit rude. Uh, the, if a skull could make a surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> Judah's like seems pretty I'll just efficient. pretend I didn't I'll just pretend I didn't hear that. Well, I wish you luck in your journey and uh doof. If you do come back, uh, you're more than welcome to stay here whenever you want. Appreciated. Thank you again for your hospitality. Yes, yes. Of course. I sorry for the sorry for ramming into you. Oh, the, the things happen. It's understandable. I, I get it. Um, do you mind your way... Uh, do, do you mind uh, yourself on the way out? The the folks that live on the north side of the city, closer to the mountain, um, don't tend to come out of their homes a whole lot. So, uh, just... Uh, I'd say just follow, follow the path uh, up into the mountain and don't don't talk to any of them up there. They may be a little weird. Okay. Anyways, safe travels. See uh, you again. Thank you. Adina will walk up to uh, to him and just kind of like uh, put her bony hand around his waist. They were nice, weren't they? Just like around his, his spine, basically? Essentially, yeah. As you guys walk out, all of you notice that. So, with a estimated day's travel, uh, you should uh, you should make it to the gate by nightfall. Um, are you uh, are you attempting to break this up into multiple tr uh, or uh, multiple days, or are you just get, are you just gonna hoof it through the day to get there? I feel like we've had a pretty good rest, so I feel like let's let's do it. Okay, mm -hmm. let's do it. So, uh, uh, Nate, I had Ori leading the pack last session uh, up the mountain. If you want to continue in his footsteps, you could do that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna need you to write. I'm gonna need you to roll a survival check, and uh, whoever wants to keep a, keep an eye out for bad things, we can make a perception check. Huzzah! I volunteer's tribute. Well, I have advantage on these. I rolled a 24 for perception. Okay. <laughs> 27 per, per perception. I was going to say, yep. Not to, uh... Three up you, but... <laughs> yeah, well, really I rolled a 19... <laughs> I rolled a 19, and you only rolled an 18, so... Yep. Guilty. Yeah. Uh, 26. 
26? Okay. Um, your, uh, Ori is pretty good at, uh, at keeping the path in front of him and not getting lost. Um, as you wander up these mountain paths, it does get significantly, oh. uh, thinner, uh, where it becomes a, um, I can also help with that. Oh yeah. Wanders are great. A, a great. Maybe not today, but yeah, it's that's that is a good a good point. Um, I forgot you had that as an outlander. I did too. <laughs> um, but okay, uh, so you uh, you wander up these it's starting to become narrow paths. Uh, it becomes to the point where it's single file line. Uh, the air starts to become frigid. Uh, for those of you that are cold blooded, aka just Fleevra. Um, it is becoming increasingly I, uncomfortable. I am. Um, hey, I've I am got constitution, my man. Cold, <laughs> don't bother me. Already uh, wrapped up in multiple like layers, and I've got a small produce flame going pretty much all the time. That I'm kind of huddled around to. Yeah, there you go. Keep nice. myself relatively warm. Uh, as the weather there. gets colder, Elka's gonna like her fur's gonna start kind of turning a little bit lighter in color. Like, she has a dark gray fur, but you kind of notice, like, she's getting a little lighter. Just a natural uh, camouflage starting to happen, yeah? Yeah. Um, the Your your scales are becoming far more uh, visible, though. Yeah. So, are they... I've, I haven't asked in a while, but have they grown? Uh, are there... Is it just still on my one arm, or, like... It's starting to creep up your... your creep up towards your elbow. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a slow growth. It doesn't. I mean, last time you checked was like a week ago, so um, it's not like the growth is too substantial. Um, but you uh, you make your way up, and uh, with your perception checks, you both easily spot the low hanging, um, what seem to be um, large birds that are hanging out on cliff ledges that are slowly looking at you, all of you. Specifically... Don't like that. Alara and Elka. Um, and they're no. just keeping an eye on both of you. Um, you would recognize these creatures, all of you, because you have fought one before. This, These are rocks. Um, these are large, carnivorous birds. And uh, they realize that you can see them. Um, with the insight check I just rolled. So, uh, they keep an eye on you, but they don't get aggressive for now. Um, as you continue walking up, uh, the steep hill, you do notice snow starting to form on the caps of the mountains as you get higher and higher and higher. Uh, to the point where it goes from a nice... 65 to 70 degrees ish where it was down in the down in uh, Elkin or Elkin. Um, it is now probably 20 degrees cooler uh, because you've you've noticed that you've somehow gone up oh easily over a thousand feet in elevation within half a day's travel um, and you do eventually find your way to where the road stops going it's a windy single file road that is steep and it continues winding up these mountain passes 
and eventually you do find your way onto a plateau. Um, Vivra, the first smell that hits your nostrils that really kind of makes you question things as you get to the top here, because you can't quite see the gate. Uh, you do notice a strange smell of like mildew, and it's it was it was kind of present back in Elekin, but it's really strong here. Uh, you also smell what smells like a kind of like a dead fish smell wafting through the air, and it's it's passing. It's nothing too strong. Um, you do hear running water. And um, as you make it to the top, uh, you find yourself looking down over what now seems to be two lakes. They're small. Um, they're not. They're not. Not much larger than a small, or not much larger than a really big pond. But they, you would consider them lakes just because of their size. Um, and as you round the corner of this steep uh, walkway, you find yourself surrounded by walls on both sides. And as you walk through this entrance, the full view of the lakes come in. Come in. And you see a bridge go uh, splitting the two with, uh, with land masses on each side. On the other side of the bridge, you notice two statues, very clearly dwarven in make. Um, one with a uh, one with a dwarf holding a shield, and the other with what seems to be holding a a weird combination of a sword and a uh, and a spear. Um, or you would recognize this as maybe being a glaive. It's kind of hard to tell just because of the, the carving. Um, but as you walk up the small landmass uh, that stops uh, before this natural land bridge, you all you see past these statues is a flat wall. Uh, and it looks like it is just a 90 degree wall that is up against the mountain. Um, as, are you... Do any of you want to do anything before you start getting closer to this? Not that I can think of. Yeah. Okay. No, not really. Um, we were make a perception check. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hey. As you get closer to the natural land bridge, I'll show you what this place looks like. Dun, dun, dun. So, you find yourself stepping across the land bridge. On the left, you see what seems to be a face in the water with a stone hand reaching up out of the water. To your right, you do notice a small whirlpool in the other lake. Uh, in front of you, you notice a flat wall that as you get closer, it's almost like in, like a mirage comes into play. Where in standing in front of you, instead of a flat wall, you see a what looks to be the head of a wolf. 
and you do recognize this visage of a wolf. It brings you back to just a few nights ago when you're standing in front of a young thunder beast, a pitch black wolf. Um, and as you yeah. as you step into this platform, Weaver, you do notice um, what would be in this lined up with these statues across the entire uh, the entire width. You do notice a pressure plate of some sort uh, that seems to be either a trap or used for something. But as all of you step closer, you see this gate underneath the statue of this wolf, and it, it illuminates from a 90-degree wall, and it opens up, and you can see the outlines of this. It looks like a gate, and it has writing over the arch. And uh, you recognize this writing as Dwarvish, Dwarvish Roots. Um, you notice on both statues at the base, there's, on the left, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a word that is written in Dwarvish runes, and on the right, there's a word that's written in Dwarvish runes. Um, but as you stand here and look over this gate, with a looming visage of some sort of stone, large stone statue that fell into the water. Um, Weaver, you do feel, you do hear a small boiling sound coming from the lake behind you to your right. I'm immediately going to call that out. Um, um, and uh, just, there might be danger. Um, as you look closer with your passive perception, it just, it looks like the lake itself is starting to bubble up a little bit. It's hard to tell. It's not like it's boil. Mm. It's not like it's boiling, um, mm. but it, there's bubbles sprouting from all over the place on the, on the lake to the right. Uh, and as you step one step closer, you notice the just a full illumination of this gate. Uh, a pale blue light shines over um, the runes of this doorway. And as you try to figure out what's going on in the lake behind you, Libra, that's where we're in tonight's session. Yeehaw. <laughs> because I don't have the stat block. <laughs> well, we lost Nate and we lost Alara. Yeah, I know. They uh, they both messaged me. Saying they had to bounce Every out. Is everything okay? Or Don't know. I'm sure she'll tell me if, uh, if, if, if I need to know. So. Either way, thank you for playing. I will, uh, I will catch you guys in a minute. All right, guys, that's where we're going to tonight's session. Thank you for watching. Um, I need to make sure my friends are doing okay because Nate also messaged me and I have yet to read his message. Uh, I think Nate probably just said he's tired. Oh, no, it is, internet, Nate's internet died again. Um, so we'll pick this up 
next week, hopefully we'll have everybody here. I know, uh, I know Bingo said that there's a chance that he will have to miss, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, if you guys want to watch, uh, this full episode, it will be out tomorrow at 5.30 PM Eastern time on the YouTube channel and on all of the podcasting formats. So if you want to go check it out there, uh, or check out us on all the platforms that we post, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, that will do it for tonight. Thank you for watching and, uh, we'll see you later. Peace out.